because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone. But still, I'll date you so I feel less alone. But please don't try to bring me home. No, no, with your host traps love. And Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet. Let's start. Why don't we just start? Okay, cool. We get off this app I'm on. I had a dating app open while I was talking to you. You know, (laughs) (laughs) get the love flowing. What? Yeah, you know, get my swiping finger going. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I prep for this. Yeah. Some people do a light jog. I um, work my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. So I do some squats, and with each squat, a- I I swipe to the right <laughs> or to the left. You know. Yeah. You know, you really gotta get the blood flowing for the <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. You, grow, you know, I like to do, uh, I like to do like 25 uh, hours of vocal warm-ups before we do this, and so on hour like 13, okay. I, I just start screaming the words yes and no, thinking about different men I would date. I actually, like, I know I was telling you about a dream I had earlier, but really I wasn't fully asleep. I was just screaming nonstop <laughs> instead of... <laughs> I laid down like I was gonna leave, and I was like, "No, right, left swipe, left swipe." <laughs> <laughs> I woke up and my thumbs were so sore, and I didn't know why. <laughs> oh, those apps—they'll get okay. you. <laughs> we need to introduce ourselves. Oh, okay. okay so, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to I look cuter on the internet. Yep, we are adorable here, but hideous deformed beings in the real life. Yeah, yeah, tr- definitely. It's like that uh, episode yep. of Futurama with the guy that wears the bag over his head, or you know, yes, I, yeah, Landon Cobb. Yeah, that's us. We're really the most beautiful things in the world, but we keep this bag, aka the internet, <laughs> on us, so you can look at us. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I look cuter on the internet. I'm Ariel Apathetic. Yeah. I want to have a cute name. I'm Travis Love, and I didn't add the word to my name to make it sound cool. I did. I'm boring, but Travis has always been love. I have been. Uh, This is a podcast all about dating. Neither Neither of us are dating experts, but we are best friends that have been talking about dating for like half of our lives together, and so... We're just going to do it in front of you. Yeah. Basically, we're going to have these conversations anyway, so we might as well record them. Yeah, exactly. It helps a lot, um, at least for me, it helps a lot to hear other people say, oh, look, I have this issue in the world and I'm, you know, and I'm the only one that thinks that I have it, but I'm not because listening to someone else say, oh... 
I, I, I'm fucked up. I, I, I mess up all the time with dating. It makes you feel better. So this is kind of why we wanted to do that because we make our, we make each other feel better. So maybe we can help someone else feel better too. Sometimes I feel like we shouldn't be making each other feel better though. Maybe we should just work on our issues. You know. <laughs> but still, yeah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, <laughs> We're like, I have the worst commitment issues. You know what? That's fine. You do that. It's like, maybe maybe don't. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I forget what we we're going to talk about. Yeah, so um, <laughs> just a little background on us. Me and, um, me and Travis had been best friends for a long time. Um, pretty much known each other, like, actually, yeah, half of our lives. Well, I mean, you're a little bit younger than me, so I don't know if that affects you. But half of my life. But yeah. I mean, it's still half. Of um, a, it's still half. Sure. Because you're two years younger than me, and I met you when you were 14, and I was 12, and I'm 25, and you're 27. So it's half, no matter what. Okay, but clearly you're not good at math because I'm not two years younger than you. <laughs> so. Oh, oops. I'll just do math. <laughs> Don't trust him. He's also not a math expert. I didn't go to school for that either. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, um, we got to be really close because we went through pretty bad breakups at the same time. And um, on my ends, all of my all of my friends, like nobody was super supportive with my really bad breakup. Which, you know, in retrospect, thinking back, it wasn't that big a deal. But to me, it was. So Travis called me up and was like, hey, let's go get chai teas and talk about love and breakups. And so I did. And it was really amazing. And it really helped me. And we basically spent an entire summer doing that. Drinking chai teas and trespassing. Wait, was that when we, we used to hide in the sheds at Home Depot? Yes. Yeah. I think that was the same summer, right? That was the same summer. Yeah. And trespassing Home Depot. And yeah, we got super close. So this has just pretty much always been a thing that we talked about in our friendship. Yes. Um, we... I, I've, like, I've always just been one of those people that's like, oh, love exists and is real, and someday I'll feel it, and then I fantasize about these romances, and they're not actually, like, real things, and then I get heartbroken over absolutely nothing, and so it started being really nice to have Ariel to talk to, to be like, hey, I'm dating this person, and I think I like them, and she's like, go for it, and then I go for it, and it actually was just all in my head, and they weren't interested in me, but that's my entire life, so it's okay, but it's nice to have someone that's supporting you through that, and so we do that with each other. Very recently, I went through a process where, um, I wanted to delete everything, all of my dating apps, and so I did, and I was very proud of that because I was like, I don't need to date anyone to be happy, and I really still feel that way. I don't need anything serious right now. But then Ariel was like, you know, you know what's missing from our lives, our busy lives? And I was like, what? And she said, you, we, we should do a podcast all about dating. So downloaded all of the apps again, I did. And uh, so... Yeah, we're both on a bunch of different dating apps now. So I also, um, 
I got a couple more dating apps than I've had before for this podcast, honestly, because I can't talk to people in real life because I'm far too awkward. So got these dating apps and I can just use that because they're cuter on the internet. Um, so the stuff that I downloaded is, first of all, of course, Tinder, but fun story, Tinder actually banned me, <laughs> so I uh, recently snuck back onto it. I was on it, I made a new account, and after a week, somebody reported my profile, and I was banned. But I snuck back on, I made a new account with my phone number, so hopefully no Tinder administrative people are going to be listening to this podcast. Hopefully. They're going to be like, you, we kicked you off. So I am on Tinder again. I also downloaded Bumble Hinge, which I read an article about, and yeah, Bumble Hinge, and literally about 15 minutes ago, I downloaded an app called Once which was advertised to me on Facebook because, you know, the FBI agents watching us know that I'm very single, so <laughs> just pass them my way. So they're like, you know what, girl? Look it out for you. <laughs> Here you go. What's once about? So I'm not entirely sure. Okay. Um, I think they, I know, we'll find out. I think they only give you one match a day. I don't know. I feel like it's like a coffee meets bagel type situation, which I was on for about a week before I had to delete it because it was so boring. But um, right now I'm on it and they're giving me options of different guys to try to build my profile of what I like. But unfortunately, I've been saying no to every single one of them. So um, I don't actually know how well this is going to work. But those are the ones I'm on. What did you download? Well... I was initially on uh, OkCupid and Tinder, and I had a Grinder account because I'm a piece of trash. And then um, when I deleted everything, everything was gone. And when I came back, I did not make an OkCupid because I think that that app is dying. And instead, I made a Tinder, which I haven't even reopened yet. Like, I actually downloaded it and haven't opened it again. And um, But I will. And I have a Bumble, which I hate, and I could get into all of the reasons why, but... It's so bad. But as a... Yeah, it's created by the person that made Tinder, I guess, but it's really just awful. And, um... Is it just Tinder? Because I know it's supposed to be, like, the feminist Tinder, but it's really just, like, well, it women was... message for... At least on my end, I don't know how it is with you, but... Well, that, see, that's the thing. When guys are dating guys, or... You know, non-gender specific people that are mask are dating guys. Um, it's just this thing where it's you both match and then you have 24 hours to send a message, either one to the other person. What? Okay. I, so I wasn't sure if it was like either one because I also like I set my Bumble. It's normally the guys, but then I did set it to women and the girls on there are attractive, but like... I really didn't get any matches. And then I was like, what happens if we do match? Who messages who first? How does this work? Yeah, so you get 24 hours for anyone to message anyone. And then if somebody messages, the other person has 24 hours to respond. And if they don't, it's deleted forever. See, this is why Bumble doesn't work for me. Because there's so many people that I'll swipe on because I think they're okay. Like with Tinder, it's like I'll swipe on people who are like, Eh, they're okay, they're cute. Like, I would talk to them if they talked to me. Yeah. But with Bumble, that gets taken away. So it's like, there's not as many people 
like that I would swipe on and then feel like, oh man, I have some message. So mostly with Bumble, my intro messages are like a really stupid gif. I like to send like um, Mac from Always Sunny, just being like, what up? But people on Bumble are just different. Like nobody thinks it's funny. Like I sent somebody a gif that was just somebody being like, let's blade. And then nobody even answered me. <laughs> I'd be like on Tinder, get it. I know. I was like, this is amazing. It's like the kid in the sunglasses just be like, let's blade. And nobody fucking answers me on Bumble. So apparently, you know, it's not the app for me, but I still have it. Whenever I, just don't whenever really I message somebody, if they don't message me back, like, because I'll, I'll try and keep it going. So if it's, I'm like, oh, maybe they did, just didn't have time to respond. Um, if they don't respond back uh, and the conversation dies, you can quote unquote, like, pay to rematch with them forever, which is really stupid. But um, <laughs> I just delete them because I'm like, okay, well you know, they'll go back into the algorithm and if they really did want to talk to me and they were like, oops, I I disappeared off the face of the earth for that 48 hours that I was allotted to talk to this person. My bad. Then they'll have another chance to find me. But I really don't want to leave that, people there. See, that makes me message somebody like, um, if I match with them, I don't message them. And then after the 24 hours, they can press to extend and so if somebody extends, then mo like, usually I'll be like, oh, okay, and then I'll message them because they took the time to, like, use their extends to make sure that there's more time for me to, you know, send them that first message since they can't do anything. So in my head, I'm like, oh, they would have messaged me first then, and I messaged them. So, I don't know. Bumble just includes this whole other thought process that you don't have to worry about with things like Tinder. So we've downloaded these apps, and you actually you actually went on some dates, right? Yeah, well... Like, recently? Yes. Um, so, let it be stated before we get into the dates that I am um, a non-gender-specific, they-them-specific pronouns, but I can use any pronoun. It doesn't really matter what you use for me. Ariel will call me he or him. It's fine. I use they and them. Uh, some people call me she and her. It's I like that, too. It's okay. Uh, but I, I refer to myself in they, them, if I need to. And um, I date primarily guys, but I'm also queer and sometimes like women and trans people and just everyone. So it really just depends on the person. The person just has to spark my interest. Um, but for the most part in my life, it's been men. So we'll see. I'm very interested yeah. in the future. But right now, it's mostly men. So oh, for me. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, and um, before we start talking, same thing. Um, me, I am cisgendered female. I mostly date men, but I, you know, I like people, not their genitals. So to me, it's just whatever. You know, if we have a connection, we have a connection. So I've, you know, dated around, whatever. I'm open really to everything. Yeah. All right, back to you. And, uh, back to you. Yeah. And so Ariel and I have a lot of uh, similar tastes and a lot of different tastes and a lot of very differing opinions on like what we think is like you know okay and what isn't but you know you'll you'll hear that because like one of us will, one of us will interject with another and just say like oh but what have you know have you ever thought about this side of things and so that's you know we're just going to be talking to each other but hope that you enjoy listening to us talk to each other about dating and love and different topics so for today's topic as a good segue that Ariel gave before, is about recent dates and why we'll die alone, as per the name of the episode. 
Um, <clears throat> I went on two dates over the course of a weekend. It was supposed to be three, and the third didn't pan out because it was with a straight guy, and he backed out, but whatever. I don't really care. But um, the first two were... One was a friend date, and one was an actual date, and they were both really nice, but I'm going to talk first about the actual date, which was on a Friday. So... Um, lucky for the guys that I date, I usually don't remember their names if we've only gone on one date. So, uh, this guy's name is going to be, uh, George. I think that that's what I called him, uh, in my mind. So I think, cause when I meet them, I also tell them what I think their name should be. So I think I told him his name really? should be George. Um, so Do you just name on your dates. Yeah, actually I do. Because I think that he got really offended too. Um, because we were like in the middle of the oh i'll get there i'll get there so we match on tinder on friday morning and in the afternoon george is like hey do you want to meet up tonight and i was free so i was like you know what sure let's do that and he was like you know i've never i've never been on a date with uh a guy before he's 32 and uh he was like i'm just i'm just like blooming blossoming into my bisexuality i'm very interested in going on a date with you you seem like you're a good mixture of masculine and feminine and androgynous which you know if i shave i am very androgynous and if i don't then i'm more masculine and it kind of works out because then i can you know i can appear the way that people perceive me as and the way that i want to be perceived as it's really nice um so uh george and i decide we're gonna meet up at a tgi fridays which you know isn't my favorite place in the world i'm a vegetarian and have been for like five years but they do have a couple really good options um which i found out about so we went there we met up it was like we were supposed to meet up at 10 30 at night and i think we ended up meeting at 9 30 which was actually a lot better because he had work at like four in the morning and i was exhausted because i had had a long day so and I was going to leave. So what happens is I get into the TGI Fridays and there's a really cute waiter. And if it weren't for that waiter, call me, by the way, if you ever listen to this. If it weren't for that waiter at that Fridays, I probably would have left. But he was like, you know, you look really cute. And are you waiting for someone? And then he just kind of like stood there and talked to me a bit. And then he ended up being like our waiter for the night. And he just kept like interjecting on like conversation topics but not in a rude or weird way like he was trying to get my attention just in like a oh i hear you're talking about this here's my input because i'm walking by and overheard you and it was really sweet actually what's funny about that though is that the guy that i was on the date with was all like um he he was like i got a I have this sense that you're very interested in that waiter. And I was like, no, well, what would give you that idea? <laughs> and so, um, but it wasn't that I was uninterested in him. It's just that the waiter was really cute. And I'm not committed to this one person that I decided to go on a date with t five hours beforehand. So, um, over the course of the date, we make a lot of jokes towards each other where like we're but we both realize that the other one is like this broken piece of shit after a really bad breakup so like um i kept making jokes about my ex-fiance and he kept making jokes about his ex-wife and i was like damn it you beat me because <laughs> you went one step further you got married i didn't get that far so um at one point he said something and this is the this is the the why I'll die alone on my end of things. 
at one point he said something along the lines of, I'm really great. Who wouldn't want to talk to me? And it was sarcastic, but I said, I could think of at least one person that I know doesn't want to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Referring to his ex-wife. And he was like, man, that was a good burn. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, it was a really fun date. I got the, uh... I got the Beyond Meat burger, which isn't meat, and you can tell that it's not because I'm a vegetarian, but it tastes a lot like meat, um, as someone that's had, you know, 10 million veggie burgers, it tastes a lot like meat, but I knew that it wasn't, and so a lot of people get it, and they're like, ugh, is this vegetarian? And they're like, yeah, it says it in the description. Um, the waiter complained about that. But yeah, I was like, I was, I was scared to try Beyond Meat because I was afraid that it was going to be too meat-like, but it wasn't. It was perfect. So I very much enjoyed can, that burger. Can you go back to that TGI Fridays and find that waiter for another episode? <laughs> you know, I, I might, because he... I think, I think you should go back on the same night, like, whatever day of the week it was, and find that waiter... <laughs> And just be like, hey, um, I'm not actually here for food, but slip him your... I don't know if that's a creepy thing to do or not, but I'd like to see it happen. Well, you see, this is a thing, and I was so hoping that he'd text me. At the end of the night, he was like, oh, give me your phone number so I can put your points into your TGI Fridays club card that I didn't actually have a physical card and I hadn't downloaded the app, but he just trusted me that I had a... I had a club card for TGI Fridays, and I was like, okay, sure, and I wrote my number, and then I put a little smiley face and said, thanks, and I was like, ah, he's definitely going to text me, and he didn't, but maybe he didn't think because I was on a date that I would be interested, but I was very interested, so, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. But um, Go back, go back and get have a drink or something, and then also give him your phone number. You know, okay, I will. I will do that. <laughs> All right. I you heard it, everyone. I am. In, <laughs> I am. Do it. I am promising this podcast. I will go back to that Fridays and hit on that waiter. Awesome. There All was, right. Continue your story. There was also a waiter that <laughs> the guy I was on the date with noticed, and he was like, "Look at that guy. It's an ugly version of you." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him, and I thought he was very cute, but he was. He wasn't as attractive as me if we were standing side by side, but we also looked nothing alike besides the fact that we both had, like, I I have very long hair, but I pin it up, and um, he had short hair that kind of looked like mine, and he also had the curled mustache, but besides that, that was the only two things, and I was like, we don't look anything alike, and he was like, yeah, that's why he's the uglier version of you, and I was like, ah, okay, that's a compliment, I guess. Um, So... Anyway, at the end of the night, we leave, and uh, he walks him into my car. It's very gentlemanly. He pays for dinner also, which is excellent, because I hate having to pay for food when I'm on a date, because I like to be treated sometimes. You know, I'm poor. I'm 25. I don't have a job. I need I need money. I mean, I need food. I need, I need people to give me money and food on dates. Just here, here's a check for $5,000. Thank you for going on this date. Um, See, that's the perfect date. You just show up and just hand the money. And I had a guy show up with cookies one time. He, like, brought me a bag of cookies. Uh, and I threw them into my car because I didn't want to be on this date. <laughs> 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 I ate them later, but I, I like, 
just threw them in, and I feel like he wanted me to offer him one, but I didn't. Anyway, keep going. God. Um. So then after <laughs> after he walked me to my car, he hugged me and he was like, um, he said. Oh, where are you? And I told him where I live, and he was like, "Oh, I'm this far. I'm a, we were both about twenty minutes away from the restaurant." And I was like, "And I was like, okay." And he said, "Race you home." And then he ran to his car and started driving away. And I was like, "Oh my god!" So I jumped into my car and I just drove as like as fast as I could legally um, home. And I was, and I texted Ariel about this. I was literally. I wish I could prove it to you. Three seconds away from my house like so close and i get a text and i open it and it's like home safe and i was like jesus christ i was so mad i was so mad i was furious because i was so close i got a text just saying i almost did he fucking beat me and i was like what are you talking about (laughs) (laughs) i was so mad ariel um so i remember Long story short about how that ended, he got in contact with me and was like, oh, I have the flu. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Don't die. And I think he died. And so, um, when, uh, by the way, everyone stay safe from the flu. Um, so a a couple days, a couple days go by and he's like, I miss you. And I'm like, ah, well, you're not allowed to miss me because we only went on one date. And he was like, thank you for telling me how I'm allowed to feel. And then he never talked to me again. So that's why I'll die alone. God, I'm talking to you, but I'm also on that app rating people. And it's just ugly out there. I'm just going to die alone anyway, just because this is horrible. Everyone will die alone because we're all so ugly, but we're cuter on the internet. Yeah, well, these people are not like, I don't know why, I just feel like bad selfies are just so important. Because, like, you're taking a selfie. You have all the time in the world to take a selfie. Why would you put up a bad picture? You're not rushing. You're not, like, like gun to your head, take a good selfie. No. <laughs> yeah, there's no awkward moment where, like, somebody is taking a picture for you and you're like, okay, I just have to do it. I just have to. No, you're taking your own picture. You have literally as much time as you need. And you take a horrible picture, and then you put it up as your fucking eating profile. And it's just, there's no excuse. Hold on, I'm going to open my canvas when they take selfies, and they're just like, the chin is down. (laughs) Oh my god, why? (laughs) Like, that down, (laughs) like, okay, I'm sorry, but nobody looks good from, like, that downward angle. (laughs) Like, all I'm sorry, but, like, you look at yourself straight on in a mirror, and then you lower your phone, and you're like, you know what? You know what? It's going to get me a lot of action. These five chins. (laughs) You don't even have to have, like, you can talk to, like, like, you can talk to me. And just be like, oh, that's a that's a normal woman with a normal chin. But, like, if I take a picture down, you're like, Jesus Christ. What is it? Like, and I know that. I know that. So I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, look at me from down there. And it's like, I feel like they're trying to do that, like, weird sex that, like, oh, this is the angle you'll see. And you look up, that like, that thing or something. That's the only thing I can think of. But it's like, that's not a good angle either. You don't look good. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just bad. And I just get so annoyed at people when I'm like on when I'm swiping 
on you know dating profiles i'm just like what are you doing how did you like you have a moment to look at that picture <laughs> yeah i got that snap too yeah at least star okay. looks cute with the chins guys don't look cute with all those <laughs> Yeah, she has her lipstick on. She's all cute. <laughs> God. So my sister said the snap, where it's just her making a hideous face where she's all chins, and then it zooms in on the chins and just starts bouncing around. And, like, da, da, da. <laughs> and I, I watched it at work, and I literally busted out laughing and cried a little bit. <laughs> I did. I, I actually cried. My my coworkers are so used to me breaking into song or laughing until I cry that nobody even acknowledged it. <laughs> I was like, I was crying, and they're just like, "Yep, that's that's her, that's Ariel. She's just she's just crying over in that corner right there." <laughs> so yeah, so um, da, 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 what were we talking about? Tell got me, off track. There. Tell me about so angry. <laughs> come, tell me about your recent date. Oh, okay, yeah, so. So, um, back when I downloaded Tinder, I made a new account the first time before Tinder got on there and was like, get the hell away from us, before I reached that level of single where Tinder broke up with me, um, I was <laughs> on there, <laughs> have you ever been so single that Tinder turned you down? So... <laughs> got on there and I matched with this guy who lived down the street from me because I also have a bad habit I am very lazy I'm just so lazy and my laziness ties in with the fact that I have a bad habit of dating or you know doing stuff with people who live really close to me <laughs> which everyone's like you know like don't shit where you eat but I'm like yeah but I'm too lazy to go over to the bathroom so I matched with a guy who lived down the street from me who luckily I have not bumped into since but who knows because he lives above the bar that I like so anyway um I matched with this guy who um he was a dental well he is I didn't kill him <laughs> he's a dental professor at um at Columbia and he was cute whatever he looked like um dad bod look like cute little dad thing you know cuddly from egypt so he had like that light accent and so so um when did i match with him this was this was like two days before um the new year so I, um so i go on this date with him and he's cool whatever we're having a nice time we're going out for drinks and we were having a really good conversation which i kind of slipped in about how I do have a roommate, but he's not here super often, so I'm, you know, I get um, a decent amount of alone time when I have a day off, and it's nice because I like to hang out by myself, and I've gotten very used to, you know, spending time on myself, and I don't want to always have to see someone, and I was telling him how I have friends who would come over um, on my day off, and I've actually kicked out one of my best friends here, you know, because he slept over, and then I was like, all right, get out. <laughs> he was like, what? What do you mean? And I was like, get out of my home. <laughs> and that was the whole thing. Yeah, poor, that was dumb. <laughs> I was like, get out. <laughs> and he was like, no one's ever kicked me out of their apartment before. And I was like, maybe they've tried. <laughs> but I'm more direct. Get out. Aww. I'm going to go be my 
he was like, do you have plans? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have plans. But you've been here since yesterday. And it's time for me to be by myself. Because I only have two. And one of them is going to be myself. Yeah, so that's the thing that I'll do. So I was telling this guy about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, I like my alone time. You know, because there's a million things I could be doing by myself. I can read. I can watch Netflix. I can completely get sucked into a video game, which is... Also, I got no sleep last night because I stayed up until about two or three playing Horizon. But anyway, so I'm talking about I'm talking to this guy about it, and he's saying the same thing. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I like my I don't know. I made him sound like that. Yeah, I like my alone time. No, he was like, "Yeah, I like my alone time." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Yeah, great. This is good. What a good sign. We're on. We're in sync with that." And then later, I'm basically we're at the bar, and I tell the guy that I'm hungry. Meaning, like, I'm hungry and I'm going to go home. But he takes it as, like, oh, she wants food. We'll go find food together. So I embark on this little quest with him at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning to go find food when everything's closed. But he was cool. So I actually ended up going to his apartment and just eating sandwiches and cuddling and watching, like, Animal Planet. And I was like, oh, this is good. So anyway, um, it was nice. Everything was good. The next day he texted me few times and I ended up going over to his apartment and he made me dinner. And I was like, oh, look at this. Being, a, being an adult. This is an adult-like date. And he wanted to hang out the next day. And I told him no, because it was New Year's. But then and he wanted I was on there. New Year's Day. He wanted... Yeah, well, you stormed out. So, <laughs> after Travis stormed out of my apartment, I went over to this guy's apartment and cuddled and watched like Animal Planet and then the next day and so this just happened in the in the span of eight days I saw this guy five times that's too much so then so much so much I even like I talked to my mom the day before the last day I was on the phone with her and I mentioned this and she's like who are you what like she's like you don't have the patience for this what are you doing and I was like oh my god I know right what's going on so I went and I saw him, and that day, after seeing him so many times, I don't know if, if, if this was real or if this was just because I saw him so many times, but he was so annoying, just so annoying. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't. Like, this is awful. So then, on top of me thinking he was annoying and being like, maybe it's just because I've seen him too many times, he started doing stuff like he... He was Snapchatting, like, I was trying to order food, and he's, like, taking pictures of me, and then I saw his Snapchat labeled, like, date night, she's so pretty, and I was like, what the fuck? And then, what did he do? He made a joke where he referred to me as a girl he was dating, and I was like, um, it's been a week, and then he asked me to sleep over, and, like, just, you know, disclaimer, I never did anything with, like, anything with this guy, and I told him I wasn't going to do anything with him, so... I really feel like he was just trying to get me to sleep over to sleep over, which to me is horrifying because that's so much more intimate than hooking up too. It's like, you want me to, want me to go to sleep, like arms wrapped around each other in a vulnerable sleeping state. I don't know. It's just too much. So I actually, at that moment, I just jumped up and I was like, I have to go home. And he was like, it's only like 11 o'clock. And I was like, I'm going home. Goodbye, I have work in the morning, I'm leaving. And I ran out of there, and I never saw him again. Wow. Ever. I know. <clears throat> yeah. He texted, He actually texted me two days after that and was like, I miss you. And that really solidified my 
my decision because I was like, it's been two days. What do you mean you miss me? I was like, nope, I'm busy. I literally, he said he missed me and I messaged him back, I'm busy. (laughs) 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 So yeah. What were you busy doing, Ariel? (laughs) We need to talk about it. Where were you, Ariel? Okay, so I ran home from that date, and I called my old fuck buddy, and yeah, who I had stopped sleeping with for like two and a half months, and then I was just like, nope, terrified by this dude thinking that I'm his girlfriend, and I did that, while Travis sent me messages being like, don't do that, remember the episode of, you know, well, I'm not going to spoil anything, but like, like, um basically equating what I was doing to episodes of people in TV making bad decisions. And while he was telling me not to, I was like, it's too late, I'm doing it. So, yeah. So, never saw that guy again, made some bad decisions, reopened that horrible Pandora's box, and, yeah, dying alone. I'm proud of you. So, yeah. Yeah, I know, I make really good decisions. I mean, it was a week. That's terrifying. I feel like that guy was going to ask me to move in. And, like, like the next date would be him showing up with a bunch of boxes. They could, like, load up your stuff. Yeah. So, didn't see him again. But he did give me floss because he was a dentist. So, that's what I got out of that. There you go. Everything <laughs> works out for a reason. <laughs> I needed floss. And he gave it to me. So, I'm all set. Why else would I date people? I just, um, restarted Tinder. That's fun. What, just now? Yeah. And awesome. I, I tried to log in with Facebook, and it wouldn't let me, and then it logged me in, but then it wouldn't update any of my profile information, but because I logged in with Facebook, I might have a second profile now that I have no access to, but then I logged in with my phone number, and that's the one that I'm using, because that one actually opened. So, we'll see. Maybe I have two profiles now. That'll be fun. Um, oh, I just updated. I just, uh, I just got in, got, got myself on a, on a dear old, dear old Tinder. I was going to say dear old Facebook, but that's not, it's not like since I got it recently, getting my little Tinder crushes on. I'm actually going to meet people just for this. This podcast is going to inspire me to actually go out and meet people Yeah, so they can get or good dating stories. Absolutely. I, I like talk to people and I'm like, oh man, look at this one. So pretty. And I'll like, I'll like send you the pictures and then I just stop talking to them usually. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put effort into it. I'm actually going to be social and, you know, do stuff. You've got to talk. I'm kind to of like a hard You've got to talk to Nicolas Cage, Ariel. You know what? He's... <laughs> Yeah, I matched with this guy who literally looks like Nicolas Cage. I was dying. I told my friend about it last night, and he was like, okay, so what you have to do is you have to get one of those prop, like, fake declarations of independence and show up to the date, just slam it on the table and be like, I found it for you. (laughs) I got this for you, Nicholas. And then just leave. Do it. Yeah, that's my whole date. I think he's here visiting now i looked at his profile and he's like over from england for like a week oh that's garbage 
I know, right? I hate that. Oh my god, I'm looking at the profile now. I can't. <laughs> he really looks like Nicolas Cage. That's so sad. You're only 29. You already look like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh wait, he's 34. Profile says something different. Still, still, I don't know what's a proper age to start looking like Nicolas Cage. There's no like how old is it's like it's perfectly okay if like you're living your normal life and then you hit 40 and all of a sudden your face just morphs into Nicolas Cage. Oh my god! Like, yeah, all right. You've hit a proper a proper age to become him. Sure, it's perfectly okay. There we go. My up my bio is updated. I steal pets is my anthem, and we are ready to rumble. So. I'm still talking to that beautiful guy that I I kept sending you pictures of. I was spamming. I think was I spamming you? I was spamming Star. Was it long hair? The long hair guy, yeah, because I I found his Instagram. And I was like, oh my god, these pictures are even better than the bio. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm a creep. And I was like going down it, and I was like, wow, super pretty. Yeah, so. Let me not ever link this podcast to my Tinder because people are going to be like, um, this freaky pink haired girl is stalking me and yeah, feeling uncomfortable and that's, and then I get banned again. True. Um, cool. I think we're doing, we're, we're, we're rolling right around. We're rolling right along here in our, our podcast. So do you want to talk about our recent obsessions? Yeah, um, you go first. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like well, more well thought out than I am. Recently, I've been obsessed with two things, um, which are, well, I mean, I'm obsessed with a lot of stuff in my life. But specifically right now, it's two things, which are Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which I haven't watched in a little yeah. bit, but it's still like my major obsession because it got me through a really bad breakup and kind of helped me realize that there's a lot of stuff that I need to work on within myself. And so it's really a great show, and I definitely recommend it. The first two seasons are on Netflix, and um, Rachel Bloom writes all of the music. That's the person I was just talking about. She has a song called I Steal Pets, which is basically like, I steal pets from the popular people, and then dress the pets up like the popular people. It's really cute. So it's also my Tinder song. So apparently it's both of our Tinder songs right now. It is. We're she's a really good songwriter. She's very funny and then she got a she got a show with the CW that was called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and I literally can't even tell you what it's about because it's a spoiler if I do, but it's really worthwhile. Oh. There's music in every single episode. She writes most if not all of the songs. They're all really good and um just they're all very theatrical but not all of them are theater you know what i mean there's a lot of like there's a lot of like different genre music but it's all very it's all coming from a place where every song is telling a story they're not just there as filler yeah they're all plot moving and it's excellent um so i love crazy ex-girlfriend i love rachel bloom a lot it's one of those things where like i really want to be on the show because i thought you know when i watched it i was like this show was written about me and i have so much experience and i also write funny music so it would be really great i don't know that i'll ever get on the show because i think they're only going to have four seasons and then be done because that's what i read and that's what people have been telling me but hey where did i film that i think Did i actually film that california 
they might actually film it in West Covina, but I don't mind. Um, I don't mind traveling. I'll I'll fly across the country for that I, show. If somebody was like, "Hey, you can meet Crazy Eyes girlfriend," I would totally travel over there. Yeah, me too. Take some money, fly over real quick, and be like, "All right, I don't even care if you pay me." True. Also, I made a, like, one of my friends at work, I made, I did a Snapchat where I was playing I Steal Pets, and I saw her at work the next day, and she was like, it was so funny to hear you, like, in your snap with that song, because apparently her roommate and best friend wants to be the next Rachel Bloom. (laughs) Oh, man. Right? And he writes songs that are, like, similar to hers, apparently. And I was like, this is amazing, new Rachel Bloom friend. Anyway, keep going. My other obsession recently has been my mom and I have been watching a lot of uh, baking championships, but very specifically, we've been watching Kids Baking Championship. And what I really love about that show, Ariel, is that the kids will help each other like, oh my god, there was this one episode and there was this kid and he was like, I, I spent too long measuring out each ingredient to make this cake. I didn't do time management well, but he got the cake out. And he was trying to decorate it, and he had, like, three minutes left, and everyone was, like, everyone. There were, like, six people that from the 12 in the show. So, like, six people came over, and they were, like, we're going to help you make this cake. And so they helped decorate it and everything. It was so wonderful. How old are they? Are they, like, six-year-olds? Like, tiny kids? Like, 10 through 13. (laughs) Or maybe, like, 11 through 13. It's so cute. Yeah, they're all really great kids, too, and um, they're all really excellent bakers. Um, but we've been watching a lot of that. I don't know. Like, I'm a woman. I don't know how to bake a cake. I mean, I could probably bake a cake, but still, like, they're so accomplished. It's one of those things where I watch it and I feel bad about my own life, but then remember that I'm good at a lot of stuff that I started at that age, too, so it kind of makes sense. But it's... uh. It's really, like, eye-opening. But what I really love about it more than anything is that one of the judges is Duff Goldman from Ace of Cakes, which was my favorite show on Food Network for a long time. And mostly it was my favorite show on Food Network because he made these excellent, amazing, really, like, innovative cakes for people for different events. But he was also really hot, and I have a very big crush on him. And, um... I love him a lot, and I just want to, like, smooch him and hold him, and, uh, you know, so he's a he's a judge, and then he's, like, really sweet on these kids, and even though I don't want to ever have kids, because I would be a terrible parent, I really look for, um, I look for that kind of, like, that, that warmness towards children in somebody, because I love talking to kids. I think kids are a lot better to talk to than adults. I really enjoy I mean, working with kids. Your career is based on kids. Yeah, and I really enjoy the aspect of being around kids, considering it's what I I do with my life. But I don't um, I don't want kids. So it's just nice to see someone can be kind to kids that aren't their own. I think that that's what I like about watching him be with these kids is that he's just genuinely having a nice time and you can tell that all of his laughter is real it's good it's a it's a really good show and it's fun watching the kids bake and it's sad seeing them go home and they're all really kind uh i just love it is that just on tv or is that on like netflix or hulu or something i don't it might be on hulu i don't have hulu so i don't know but um it's definitely on demand on the television because my mom and I don't watch it when it premieres. We watch it on demand. 
So, yeah. You were talking about this recently, like the other day, like we were messaging and in between every other message, you'd be like, no, Beverly, no, you're cake. And with no contact. I love Beverly. (laughs) I'm not watching it, but I hope he does well. But I put on a baking show yesterday called, um, like Zumbo's Just Desserts or something, which is on Netflix, and they're so fucking mean. It is like the opposite of everything that you're saying. The judges are so mean, and they come over and they have one girl who's supposed to like keep everybody on time, but really she's just walking around and psyching everybody out. Like this one girl is like, I feel really confident with my apple pie, and this chick just walks over and she's like, Hi. Are you happy with what you're doing? Because it looks really boring. And I was like, no! Oh my god. Oh my god, so mean. She's like, I think her name was Wendy, the the contestant. And she like like walked over and she's like, Gigi is the she's like Gigi walks over and she's like, um, hi Wendy. Are you happy with that? Is that what you want to do? You have so much time. Why aren't you making this look nicer? And then she freaks her out. She got so upset. I was like, oh my God, I felt so bad for her. And then she just kept coming over. Like, she wasn't bothering anybody else. She just picked on Wendy. It was like, fuck you. And then that contestant ended up going home. And I was like, this is her fault. And then, like, the main, one of the main judges is just so mean. They walk over and she's like, mm, are you happy with this? What you just put down in front of me? <laughs> it was just so mean. That's amazing. Like, my anxiety. Oh my god, my anxiety was through the roof. I was like, I need to go find this happy, this happy kid show where kids are nice to each other and people are being mean about their baking. It's like all these stay-at-home moms, and the one guy's like a car salesman, and you just want them to do good, but the judges are just monsters. It's awful. Anyway, sorry. Keep going. What do you mean, keep going? I, this is, oh, yeah, I guess I was, it was still my I turn. Inter- I interrupted your story. I don't know if you had more, because I had to jump in with my own dating show. Or, um, not dating show, it's not dating, baking show. That was horrifying me last night. Hey, that's really great. I just matched, okay. I just matched, <laughs> I just matched with someone that I matched with on Bumble that neither of us messaged the other person, but I really wanted to talk to him, but I was too afraid to send the first message. So that's really great. Do you remember when I sent you pictures because, you know, my bad habit of spamming people with pictures of people that I matched with on dating apps and being like, this is my new boyfriend. I'm <laughs> not actually talking to them. But do you remember there was that one that was like, that hot Irish dude with like the he had like kind of like grayish hair and he had that like whole hot daddy vibe thing going on. It makes me sound like I have daddy issues. No, I, you know what I mean, like that hot older man type of thing. Do you remember that? And I was like, yeah, look at this guy. Yes, yes, that, I do. So I never talked to him again. Okay. <laughs> but I, of course, because this is my theme. But I talked to him. I, I didn't talk to him, but I matched with him on Tinder. So I'm like, ooh, but he didn't message me, so. Oh, well but I, but I was considering, I was like, I should message him and be like, ooh, fancy seeing you here. But then I was like, that's probably creepy. Don't do that. But I love when I see the same people on different dating apps because I'm just like, yeah, that's right. We're all on every one of them. But yet we're still all single for a really long time. True. What's your favorite yeah. insect? That's my new opener, and it's because of Star. Why? What's Star's favorite insect? Star is my little sister, by the way. Yeah, if we reference Star, Star is, yeah. Yeah, Star is about five, five and a half years. I don't actually know. She's younger than me. 
and um, yeah, she is somehow like we share a best friend. Yeah, I'm best because friends with Ariel and with Star. Somehow, like I'm 27, she's 21 now, and she has always consistently been really cool. And it hasn't been that kind of like you know growing up with, with a sister. I, I didn't always want to hang out with her, but I did want to hang out with her a lot because she is really fun to be around, and she's always been more mature than a lot of people that age. Anyway, yeah, stars. And I'm that middle age. I mean, I'm I'm not in the middle of them because Star's 21, going to be 22, and I'm 25, going to be 26, and Ariel is 27. So um, it's not the middle, but I'm at a good interim age where I can I, I'm best friends with both of them because they were both around for me at different points in my life where Ariel had like moved away, but Star was still around and stuff like that. So it just kind of worked out that uh, I got really close with both of them, and I'm best friends with them both separately from each other which is really interesting too um, okay hold on side thing i'm opening up my window because it's hot as hell in my apartment but just let me know if you start hearing any cars or sirens or anything okay i mean i can hear when it's a loud noise i can usually hear it through the closed window anyway but it's fine okay. well it'll be louder because usually there's some siren action going on around my apartment but i need this cold breeze because i'm dying that's okay um so what was I saying? Oh, um, your favorite insect. Oh, yeah. What yeah. is your like? Zite, that's like your go-to pickup line. I don't think I have one. I'm trying to think if I have a pickup line that I like to say to people. Oh my god, this person's beautiful. I didn't have one for a really long time, and then um, uh, Star just kept being like, "What's your favorite insect?" Is such a good one. And someone else, I don't know who, and I'm sorry. And if you listen to this, you can give me, you can yell at me, and I will give you the credit on a different episode gave me the one which is what if you if you were a school supply what school supply would no, you be your friend. i know who that is that was um shit what's her name the one who works Stephanie. on uh, no the me no the one who you know the one who's part of the mean girls play do you hear that siren i did hear that siren. she's like a wardrobe stylist on the, the broadway play. mary mary yeah no that was mary i steal some of her lines too because she asked um she asked the one where, um, what was it, if you could make a band of any animal, what would it be and what kind of music would they play? But uh, she also asked, if you were an office supply, what would you be? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, no, I've totally stolen that animals one before. So I, I, use, the, uh, I use the school supply or office supply one, too, because I think it's such a good question. But I usually start out with insects because... I'm not like the best for the best fan of insects, but it really tells you a lot about a person based on what insect they choose. So I, uh, I say to you, you asked this, you asked a guy this yesterday, right? Yeah, I asked a guy on Grinder what insect he'd be, and he said a fly, and I was like, why? And he said, because I want to buzz around annoying people, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Like, instantly, you know to stop talking to that guy. Anybody who's like. Oh, you know what? I have a world of insects out there. I'm going to be a fly. You're just like, nope, no, I'm done. I'm not going to talk to this guy. So it really helps a lot if you're uh, <laughs> if you're looking for a question to ask someone to know if you should still talk to them. That's the question. I also like as bad pickup lines go, like, um, if you were a fruit, you'd be a fine apple. <laughs> because for me, <laughs> puns or bad jokes work. But yeah, I still have... Someday, so I plan this out. Me and Star talked through this. Someday, I'm gonna go to a bar, 
and I'm going to have a handful of ice, right? And I'm going to spot somebody, and I'm going to walk up all, like, you know, suave and shit, and then I'm just going to smash the ice on, on the table next to them. I'm just going to smash it, and they're going to jump up and be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm going to say, breaking the ice. Ugh. And it's going to be magical, and they're going to fall in love with me, and that's the, the toast I'm going to tell at my wedding, where I toast at my own wedding. <laughs> Glad you're toasting your own wedding. I would. I'm going to show up. I'm going to be also my maid of honor. I'm going to wear two different dresses. And I'm going to marry myself. Because I really want all of the focus to be on me. Also, I'm side note also, I'm pretty excited because I thought that I lost my copy of Frankenstein. And I just noticed it on my bookshelf as if by magic. Which, somebody bought me that on a date. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was a... It was um, our shared boyfriend, Will. Oh, shared boyfriend, Will. So Travis has this habit because we, a lot of the times, we like the same type of men. So Travis will always hit on my boyfriends or men that I am seeing. And so basically, if you match with me, you've matched with Travis. But yeah, no, I was on a date and I found this cool copy of Frankenstein. This was years ago, but I found this cool copy of Frankenstein. And I was like, oh my God, Frankenstein. I was like excited about it, but I didn't want to spend money on it because I was poor. And then when we, because we were walking around Barnes and Nobles, and then when we left, he handed me the book. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I bought this for you. He might have also bought it in front of me. I don't remember. My version's better. But yeah, but he bought me this book and I was like, this is amazing. So that's one of my favorite things that's happened on a date. Buy me books and I'm yours for a month because we broke up after a month. But yeah. Well, that's a whole thing. We will talk about him in another episode because I also have a very... (laughs) I sent him a message recently on Facebook and we should get into that. But... How long ago did I date him? It was like... It was a couple years ago. Was it five years ago? I'm making that up. I, was, I honestly don't know. He was so insignificant. Anyway, so. But he's so yeah, one hot. Of my, oh God, he was really hot. He was really hot. So fucking up weird. Anyway, we'll we'll cover him. But you uh, so, wait before you tell your worst date. Uh, do you want? You didn't give me any thing that you were obsessed with recently. So give me oh, give me yeah. one. Yeah. So um, well. My latest latest was that dating show. I mean, not, God, why do I keep saying dating show? That cooking show. But I started that yesterday. So the thing that I kind of got obsessed with very recently, I think this week, was this show called The Bold Type. And I started watching it because of a Facebook viral video, which showed one of the characters who was a lesbian Muslim woman who was, like, out lesbian Muslim. Uh. And I saw this on this Facebook video, and I was like, ah! It looks so good. Like, She's beautiful. So I started watching it just for her, and it actually ended up to like be good, and I binged the whole show in like two days. But it's on Hulu. It's called The Bold Type, and it's based off of this woman, Joan something, who's the editor-in-chief of Cosmopolitan. So it's actually based off of her, and it's these three friends who work at this magazine, and it's just really cute. I think there's just something really appealing about watching a show where people have these close-knit friendships and they actually see each other all the time which i feel like just isn't real life it maybe it's just not my real life but i don't get to see my friends that often but they all work at the same place they all hang out and two of them live together and it's really cute to watch them all working at the magazine but also one of the things i really like which it ties into the the lesbian girl's name is adina um one of the characters 
she meets her and she does like an interview with her and they they're talking about it and she says like oh i've never been interested in women it's not a thing but they form this friendship and she gets a crush on her and it was just really cute because she goes to her friends and she's like i cannot remember her name so it's gonna keep saying she she goes to her friends and she's like I just had a sex dream about Adina. And then they're all like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then they just keep going. And then, like, a few days later, she's like, okay, so I think I might like her. And they're just talking about it as if it's another crush. And they're not being weird to her over the fact that she's basically, like, you know, telling them, hey, guess what? I like women now. I'm going to explore my sexuality. They're just like, yeah, all right, cool. Do it. That's and so it's great. just really cute because they're really supportive. Yeah, it's really supportive. And there's never a moment where she's like, oh, I, I'm afraid to tell my friends because they might judge me, which can be such a thing, especially when you're not coming out and you're like, oh, I only like women. She's just like, yeah, I might be I might be bi. But she never even says she's bi. Like, it comes up that she's just like, no, I just liked her. Because later in the episode, they're talking about, like, going on dates and stuff. And they're like, do you want to see women or men? And she's like, no, I'm a one-woman girl. Like, if I can't have her, I don't want any other women. But, like, I like that. Because it's, you know, she had a connection with this one person. And she didn't let the... Even though she never dated a woman, she didn't let the fact that she hadn't dated a woman, like, stop her from having feelings for this one woman. And she was open enough to be like, I had a connection with this person, and I want to explore it. And their whole arc is just really cute to watch. It's, like, really cute. And I was being dumb, and I'm sitting there on my couch yelling, like, kiss her! <laughs> Which is something that I picked up from my dad. Oop. My messes. But my dad is... It's funny, because, like, in my family, the men are dumb romantic, and the women just aren't. So, even though... I'm literally doing this podcast about dating and love. Um, I'm not super sweet or romantic on dates or with people. And that's just kind of how all the women in my family are. But my brother and my dad are. And my dad, every single time we watch any movies or any shows, it doesn't matter if it's a romance or not, which he likes. Like, he brought home Twilight one time he, he came home from the library with twilight and he was like we're gonna watch this and we're like nobody wants to watch that dad and he's like i do so it doesn't matter if it's a romance or not he will pick two characters that he wants to date and he will yell kiss them at the screen and Amazing. apparently my mom told me this recently right um because i made this joke i told my mom this the other day i messaged her and i was like every time i yell at the screen kiss her i think of dad and she just goes like dot 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 we saw Beauty and the Beast in theaters, and he yelled that at the screen, and some woman yelled at my dad, you kiss her! Oh my god! So, yeah, he... Yeah, yeah. She was like, you kiss her! So, he will even do this in the movie theaters. He just yells out, he's like, kiss her! Ah! Or like, he sits there, he'll sit next to you and like punch you and be like, I want them to be together! And you're like, just watch the fucking... Like, this is a fight scene, dad! You know? Like... Yeah, it's, it's it's silly. Anyway, so that's the that's my latest thing, and it's an old show, so I'm kind of late to it. It came out June of 2017, and apparently season two is coming out this year. But I caught on to it from that Facebook video that I saw recently. So yeah, cool. So this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down because. I went on a date when I was 16 years old, and it was the worst date of my life. And ever since then, 
and I am I'm holding an exacto knife at the microphone. Ever since then, I have made sure that every date that I go on is an excellent date for the other person, even if it's not for me, because I never want someone to experience what I experienced on that date. It was the worst date of my life. So let me tell you about it, because it's a really funny story. Ha <laughs> ha! Pain and suffering are funny. Um, I was. I was 16, I think. Uh, we'll say I am. And I had just the day before, I promise, it was the day before, went with Ariel and, I don't know, did Star go? Probably. Star tends to go. And some other people, and we all went to a two-movie double feature showing of uh, Harry Potter, and I think it was the last two movies, and uh, Deathly Hallows 1 and 2. It might not have been, but there was a movie before, and then there was a second movie. It might have just been when part one was premiering. I'm not sure where in the series it fell, but... That's that's when that was happening. And so it was one of the later movies. And so we had seen the first movie already because it had already been in theaters, but they did a double showing. You know what I mean? It wasn't two new movies. So we watched the one, and then we watched the new one. And it is the next day. It was a very late night because the movie premiered at midnight, so, like, very late night. And I get home, I sleep, I get up, I have a very busy day. I'm getting home. I think it's a Sunday. And this guy messages me. And we'll call him James, because I think that's what his name actually was. I hope it was. I really want to call him out on this. It was the worst date. So, James is like, hey. And I'm like, hey. And we'd casually been talking on some dating site. I'll say okay, Cupid, because that's probably what it was. And he was like, I'm coming over. And now, you need to understand, dear listeners, that I have never met this person at this point. We had just been talking casually. We'd never met. We'd never made plans to meet. He didn't know where I lived besides the general city that I lived in. And I was like, oh, okay, do you know where I live? And he was like, yeah, I'm going to come over. And I was like, okay, okay. So, he comes over. And, <sighs> oh... I hate this. So, <laughs> he comes over, he gets out of his car, he's like, hey, can you drive? And I'm like, sure, where are we going? And he said, I really want to go to the movies. And I said, okay, sure, let's go to the movies. Thinking to myself, there's a couple movies out that I really want to see, and I never have the opportunity to go to the movies, because at that point in my life, I didn't like going to the movies alone. So I was like, yeah, let's go to the movies. It'll be fun. So um, he makes me drive. Oh, God. Okay, so he makes me drive, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to put on music. And he was like, please don't put on music. <laughs> and i was like why and he was like i hate music <laughs> and i was like do you know what i do for a living like do you do you know what i am and he was like yeah you're a musician you're going to school for music therapy and i was like you're very attentive or if I was in high school, he was like, you want to be a music therapist. Whatever the case was, I've wanted to do that for a million years, and that's what I'm going to be doing. So he knew. And he was. I was like, wow, that's very attentive of you. And he was like, yeah, I listen. And I was like, so why would you think that I don't want to listen to music? And he was like, I just hate music. It's too noisy for me. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I that 
once. I met one person who she said she doesn't like music. And I was like, what are you talking about? What do you do in the car? And she said, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, like, how far do you live from here? Like, what do you do? You just drive in silence. She goes, yes. And I was like, that is the weirdest thing that I've ever heard. Like, not even like talk radio, just nothing. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so he, so you would think, Ariel, that because he doesn't like listening to music because it's too noisy, that he would be an excellent conversationalist, right? That we would be talking about everything and anything. Yeah. So instead, I had to drive, and it is 20, 25 minutes to the movie theater from where I was. And I had to drive there with him in the car. I mean, I make that drive often. It's about 20, 25 minutes. It's, tw- it's only 18 miles. So if you're, if you're fast enough, you know, if you, if, you break the, if you break the speed limit a little bit. Um, so I'm driving there. And... <sighs> do you want to know what we talked about, Ariel? Yeah, please tell me. Nothing. <laughs> Ariel, we didn't talk about anything. That sounds horrible. So the whole ride over there, I'm trying to bring up these conversations. Like, anything at all. Like, what do you want to do with your life? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite book? Anything. Anything at all. Because he doesn't like music, and that's all I know. But I'm like, okay, I know some other things. Like, I read a lot. At that point in my life, I did read a whole bunch. So I was like, let's talk about books. I could recommend you some books. You know, those are nice and quiet. So, um... But the whole ride over, anytime I'd bring up a question, he would answer it with, like, one to two words, not ask me anything back in return, and then it would fall into silence again until I picked another thing to talk about. And this went on for the entire car ride over. So we get to the mall, and we go over to the movie kiosk where we're going to buy the tickets for the movie, and... I'm like, oh, look, this movie that I really want to see is playing at this time that's very convenient and close to now. It was like 5.30 at night. And he was like, I don't want to see that. And I was like, okay, what do you want to see? And he said, I really want to see this Harry Potter movie. Oh, God. You were like, wait, it was the same double feature? It it wasn't the double feature. It was just the new one. I was like, that's a lot of Harry Potter. And I was like, I already saw this. I just saw it last night, and I had, I, I'm i pretty sure that I had told him that. And he was like, yeah, I don't really care. I really want to see the Harry Potter movie. And I was like, okay, um, <clears throat> I don't, but that's fine. This is a date after all. So then he looked at me, and he was like, I'm not buying the tickets. I drove all the way here to see you. And I was like, without me asking. Like, I didn't ask you to do this. And he was like, you better buy the tickets or we'll have driven here for nothing. And I was like, okay. So I buy the tickets. And, you know, the movie that I wanted to see started within like 20 minutes of when we got there. The movie that he wanted to see started an hour and a half from when we got there. So I was like, I'm really hungry. Since we have all this time, why don't we get food? And you know what he said to me, Ariel? What? He said, 
I'm not hungry at all. I really don't want to get food. And I was like, wow. Okay. Spoken rules. Somebody says let's get food. You have to get food because they're probably hungry. And I was like, okay, that's fine, but we're getting food. And he was like, what? And I was like, I don't care if you're hungry. We're getting food. And he said, ugh, okay. So I drag him to a Johnny Rockets. And this is before I became vegetarian, so I could get anything on the menu. And I end up getting, like, a really good burger and fries. And um, do you know what he gets? He gets nothing. He just sits there in silence, staring at me. And do you know what we talk about during that meal, Ariel? We talk about nothing because he doesn't bring up any topics of conversation. He's not looking at his phone because he doesn't have, like, a smartphone because I guess this is the era before them because in my memory I don't have one either. And so we're just sitting there. What? He's just staring at you? He's just sitting there watching me eat, not talking to me. And I'm just, I'm ignoring him and eating because at this point I'm completely over it. And, um, so the end of the meal, the awful, excruciatingly long meal comes and the, they bring over the bill and I'm like, okay, I'm not paying this. And he was like, what? And I was like, I'm sorry. I drove us here. I bought the movie tickets to a movie that I've already seen. I'm not paying for this food. And he was like, well, I'm not paying for it. And I said, I guess we're going to jail then. And I stood up and I walked out and then he paid for it. <laughs> so then we go to the movies and we sit in silence and I watch Harry Potter again for the second time. And mind you, it wasn't an interesting Harry Potter. It was one of the filler ones to me. So it was like, you know, whereas like, Goblet of Fire was such an interesting movie that I could see it a million times and really enjoy it. This was one that was like, you know, it was like Order of the Phoenix. It wasn't because I, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't that one, but it could have been. And Order of the Phoenix for me was like really boring besides like 15 minutes of the movie. So, because it was just a lot of plot development and it was just like, so we watched this movie and I was like, oh boy, glad I got to see that again. So we get done with the movie and all he says is, that was a good movie. And I said, yup, it sure was. I'm glad I got to see it twice. And so then we get in the car and sit in silence as I drive all the way back home because anytime that I'm even like, I'm going to put on music, he's like, I would hate that. And I'm like, okay, guess I shouldn't make you uncomfortable. <laughs> so we, uh, we drive back and we get to my house and I walk him to his car and he says to me, what, you're not even going to invite me in? <sighs> And meanwhile, I'm living with my family at this point. So I'm like, no, I have my family in here. You're not going to come into my house. And he was like, I'm going to come into your house. And then he walks into my house. He walks into my house. And he walks into my house and I'm like, oh boy, this is going to be great. So he walks into my house and I'm like, hey, everyone. And my whole family happened to be in the room where I have to walk through to get to my bedroom. And I'm like... This is James. Don't get used to him. He's not going to be here long. And then we walk into my bedroom. So we get into my bedroom and he locks the door and he's like, okay, so what are we going to do? And I was like, what do you mean? What are we going to do? And he was like, are we going to have sex? And I was like, no, we're not. And he was like, well, I'm going to get off before I leave this house. And I was like, have so fun. <laughs> and then he yeah, spends the somebody's parents like, Hi, Mom, I'm going to go masturbate in your son's bedroom. Like, <laughs> 
so creepy. And he spends the next 20 minutes getting off, trying to make out with me, and, like, trying to get me off, and I'm just not having it because it's I'm not attracted to him at all. It was an awful date. And then he finishes eventually. He gets up, and he's like, that was fun. And I walk him out, and I'm like okay bye and he's like i'll call you and i said please don't and i immediately blocked his number from ever getting in contact with me again and it was the worst date of my life like i've gone on some dates where i really like the person but i don't have anything in common with them and that sucks because i really like the person like I have a friend named Brian that that's the case with. Like, I really enjoyed every date I went on with Brian, but we never had anything to talk about. And that sucks. And it sucks that that didn't work out. But this was not that type of date. This was a date where I was actively trying to be like, let's break this silence of awkwardness. And he would turn it down at every point and just, like, be completely quiet and be like, I have nothing that I want to talk about with you. And then, like go and just like sit there in silence and stare at me and watch me eat and watch a movie and not talk to me and then try and get me off and then go home like why would i ever want to see you again yeah that sounds like horrible so here's a thing for all you men out there and women and anyone that's listening consent is key consent's a really important thing if someone says is clearly not interested in you and verbally even says you're not coming into my house don't go into their house for real. Anyway, that was my worst date, and that's why if you ever go on a date with me, dear listener, I am excellent at dating. I am so good at dating, and it is literally because of that date. Nice. Well, at least you got that out of it. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm a really good dater because of that, so what um what's yours? Tell me tell me one of yours. Okay, so the one that comes to mind first not quite as horrible as yours i've got i've got a lot of dates with people who are just weird people and it's whatever but the one that comes to mind of just being like a really bad date was a few years ago i want to say it's like it had to be like four or five years ago i matched with this guy on tinder and you know i was just a lot of times i'll match with these people and i talk to them and they'll be like oh we should go out and i'll be like yeah let's do that but then like I really don't plan on going out with him. But this one, um, he happened to know one of my friends, and he messaged her to be like, oh, I'm going on on a date with your friends. So I was like, god damn it. Now he's told other people I have to go on this date. So I was like, sure. So the reason I matched with him was because he was a blacksmith, and I thought that that was really cool. And I was like, yeah, blacksmith. I watched Forge and Fire. This will be, be cool, you know, blah, blah, blah. I always thought that was a really cool job. So I go on the date with him, and basically by the end of it, I am pretty much a blacksmith because he talked so much about being a fucking blacksmith that, like, I left being like, "Yep, all he needs a forge, and I'm there. I-, I got it." And it was it was just so bad because I really like I do really love when people have passions, and I really like hearing about stuff that I don't do. And this has come up before on like dates and stuff. I've asked people about work and like what happened at work. And I actually, if it's a job that's nothing like something I can do, I actually really want to know. I'm not just saying like, how was work? I actually, you have a skill that I don't have and I really actually want to know what it, what it's like. Yeah. So it's not that I'm uninterested in other people's things. Like, like, you know, that one 
Spotify dude. I used to ask him all the time. He'd be like, it's, I don't know, it was just like a meeting. And I'm like, yeah, but tell me about it. Like, that's nothing like anything I do. And never, he never actually believed me, but that's what I meant. But I am actually genuinely interested. So anyway, the problem with this was just that he never shut up. Like, first of all, I mean, first of all, he showed up and he was the one who gave the cookies, actually. <laughs> He, oh. uh, my friend told him that I liked um, Ruggala, so he showed up with a bag of it, and I was like, ugh, thanks, and I like threw it in my car, and I did not bring him up. So then we were supposed to go to this Indian restaurant, and it was closed, and it was his choice to go to this restaurant, and he didn't bother to check the times. Ugh. So I'm like oh at least i get you know this good food and then the freaking restaurant is closed so i was like oh good and then i was just it was summertime and i was just cute in my little summer dress that i look nice in and he showed up with a bad button-down shirt over um an old t-shirt you and he was also yeah and he also didn't look like his pictures like he looked like he was going to be like kind of taller or whatever and he just he looked older and shorter in person. So I was like, oh, okay. This doesn't look right. Um, the restaurant's not open, whatever. So we ended up going to um, just a diner. So we ended up going to a diner that I've been to before. It's nothing special. It's just a diner. And we go, and I'm like, all right, this is not off to a good start. Then I ask him, you know, just like, oh, you know, so you're a blacksmith. And that was it. He just went in about being a blacksmith. And he talked non-stop about being a blacksmith like every little tiny thing every little technique all about what he looks like when he's you know using the forge and what he does and like all this stuff like he just didn't stop talking and i could not get a word in edgewise like this was not a conversation this was just him non-stop you know just going in about being a blacksmith and then after so it just got so boring and just, it was so obvious that it was almost like I, I didn't have to be there that because I'm rude as hell, I just started banging my head on the table. Like the dishes are rattling and I'm loudly banging my head on the table right in front of him. And I start saying like, I don't care. Please stop talking. So like, so Travis, if you are on a date with somebody and while you're talking, they start banging their head on the table and saying they don't care. What would you do? Like, you as a person, what would you do? I would be like, ooh, maybe I should stop talking. Yeah, no, he just kept going. He just kept talking. I'm sitting in front of him, banging my head, and he just kept talking. So he just didn't stop. So then finally, after what seems like most of my life passed by, I'm an old woman now by the end of this date, um, he finally asks me about what I do. And I say, oh, you know, um, I'm a makeup artist. I mostly work on films. He pulls out his phone. Ugh. <laughs> pulls out his phone. Starts doing whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, but apparently you don't care. Yeah. And then he, I don't even know why. I don't even think there was a proper segue into this, which there never is. He, instead of, you know, continue asking me about my job, he starts telling me a story about sometime this girl gave him head. I'm like, that is fucking disgusting. That's a disgusting thing to talk about. We're fucking dinner so it was just so everything about it was just so inappropriate and so bad that i was just like okay you know bye 
And I just ordered something more expensive than what I normally would have ordered, let him pay for it, and I left. I never saw him again. But he did, like, my friend, our mutual friend messaged me and was just asked me how it went. And I told her it was the worst date that I've ever been on. Let him know if he asks that it's the worst date I've ever been on. So she messaged him, and she was like, that was the worst date she'd ever been on. And he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah. And I don't talk to him anymore. This was like five years ago, but we're still Facebook friends. Not that I ever talked to him because he does post good stuff, but he'll still post things about like wanting to be in a relationship and stuff like that. And it's just so funny to me that like he still hasn't figured out that he's the problem. Anyway, yeah, that was that was my worst one. That's disgusting. So I literally yeah. My head. Oh, so bad. So yeah, this is kind of what we're going to be doing. So hey. This is, uh, I look cuter on the internet, and if you have a worse state that you would like us to read on the air, uh, you know, we won't read super personal information, but, you know, like, don't send us, don't, don't try and dox someone by calling them out, because it's not what we're about, but if you want to, like, change some names and send us your worst state, we would love to read it on the air. You can send that to I look cuter on the internet at gmail.com. We're here for you. We also have an Instagram that we set up, which is just I look cuter on the internet, on Instagram. Um, we're going to be posting some pictures on there, too. Mostly, we, we'll be doing, like, screenshots of stuff that, you know, happens with on Tinder or just, you know, general funny dating stuff. So you can also direct messages there, but it is definitely 100% better to message us by email. Yes. And then we also have a Facebook page. Yeah, we have a new group, with- and it is uh, called I Look Cuter on the Internet. And it uh, it doesn't say podcast or anything. It just says, I look cuter on the internet. Feel free to join. We're going to get a little community going of listeners that want to just, like, share some dating advice or talk about bad dates or just, like, laugh about the world at large and why we're all trying to find love in this really, really scary world that we live in. And it's going to be a nice community. There's going to be a couple questions you're going to have to answer in order to get in. So just uh, answer them. There's a Group. It is a closed group, so if you want to post, you know, any dating stuff or anything like that, everyone's not going to see it. So yeah. it's kind of more of a community feel. Definitely. Also, so um, feel free to, you don't just have to send us bad date stuff. We love dating stories, good and bad. Um, so feel free to send us those, but we are also going to be talking about some other stuff, just relationships in general. So, if, you know, if you think something would be good on here, just um, send it our way. Um, do you want to talk about our next topic? Yeah. Do you want to take our next topic now? Yeah. So uh, I think that before the uh, before we started recording, we had decided that our next topic for next week is going to be called, well, I don't know the exact name, something ramen. Ramen every night. <laughs> ramen every night. Yeah. And it's... Uh, it's So both, um, you know, both me and Travis are struggling artists, so we are mostly poor. And that can be kind of difficult when you're trying to not only date, but have a social life in general. So we're going to just talk about that a little bit next week. So if you also have anything related to that topic, you can feel free to send us an email about that, too. Absolutely. So um, is that it? Yeah, I think we're good. Cool. So I'm Travis Love. And I'm Ariel. Apathetic. (laughs) And we will see you next time. Alright, bye! Bye. Let's talk about love in only the realest ways. Let's talk about love. 
Let's talk about hate. Let's talk about love. I know it's a little overplayed. Let's talk about love, 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 and our worst dates. Because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone. But still, I'll date you so I feel less alone. But please don't try to bring me home. No, no, with your host traps, love. And Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet.